Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. ago today, a concert for life. Many of you would remember it. Freddie Mercury that took place at Wembley Stadium, considered by many to be one of the most surreal moments in music history. At the time, big time bad boy Axel Rose joining Queen and Elton John on the stage and you know the song with, uh, what was it? Any which way the wind blows as it closes out. Uh, welcome, everybody. Bob Soffer. By the way, this was a significant date in Oilers history 20, 25 years ago. One of the most electrifying moments against the very team that we will be playing tonight. We'll see the Edmonton Oilers taking on the Dallas Stars. Uh, so a little bit more history for you, but it was on the state back in 1997, and we're probably going to play an audio cut coming up with the legendary play-by-play voice Bob Cole of the Oilers rallying from a 3-0 deficit in the third period, scoring three goals in less than about a minute and a half, and then Kelly Buckberger winning the game in overtime as the Oilers came back from 3-0 down to win 4-3 in OT and go up two games to one against Ken Hitchcock and the Dallas Stars and route to an Oilers stunning seven-game series victory that culminated with Todd Marchant's DWG in OT in game number seven. Curtis Joseph was unbelievable. Yours truly was working doing funk cord and stats for the Dallas Stars truck. And I can tell you, when the Oilers came back, we were in the truck at old Rexall Place, and the building was bouncing. It was reverberating. People went nuts. And for many of you that uh, maybe uh, that, that, that group, that 97, 98, 99, 2000, 0103 group might have been where you kind of fell in love with the Oilers hockey team. Maybe you were too young to, to you know, be lucky like yours truly was to to sort of witness the 1980s. It was, it was a special time. And, that you know, the Oilers had gone through some tough times, 92 to 96, uh, 92, 93 to 95, 96, missed the playoffs four straight years and was unbelievable comeback that nobody saw happen but I'm serious the building was shaking and I'll never forget the producer turn around and goes holy the truck is shaking he's like it's bouncing right now and it's just it's a different feel come playoff time at Edmonton because you know the game and you know when to get jacked up and we're headed down that path with fans back in the building because the last two years people haven't been in the building the play-in series in 2020, last year against the Jets, and I do think there were moments in against Chicago and against Edmonton that had there been fans here, they could have helped, or against Winnipeg, helped pick up uh, the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. So 30 years ago today, a concert for life, the, uh, the paid tribute to uh, the late, great Freddie Mercury of Queen, 
25 years ago today, the comeback in Game 3. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Buyer Lease, your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. And in fact, I was uh, doing a thing. My friends jokingly referred to it as waste of tape. It was called On the Tape, and it ran in-house. Uh, this was sort of in the infancy, long before we did things like hired social media teams and web reporters and those sort of things. And uh, I remember uh, interviewing uh, Rod Phillips and Bob Cole after and just trying to capture the whole spirit of the thing, if you know what I'm saying, with the Oilers' comeback that night back in 1987. It was an awesome, awesome time. Here's what we got for you. we got a full preview of tonight's encounter between the Edmonton Oilers and the Dallas Stars. It's big for both teams really big for Edmonton. The reality uh, for the Dallas Stars, the reality for Edmonton, they got six games left. If they win three of those games, they finish in second spot in the Pacific Division and would have home ice advantage in the opening round of the playoffs. Brian Lawton from the NHL Network at 12.35 today for uh, Katie and uh, Holmes at 105, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey, and for Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon at 135. We'll tell you that you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree is 100% restriction-free with daily food specials and spectacular live music each weekend. Uh, for more information, to check out the acts that are rolling into the River Cree, visit rivercreeresort.com. In Texas, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott's a big part of the show. He helps put together several elements, and one of the elements is our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get them with no uh, payments and no interest for a year. That is how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Here we go. The Oilers uh, have a total of 94 points. L.A. with their win last night, up to 92. Vegas is at 87. Vancouver's now at 87. Vancouver and Vegas are tied 87 points, both with five games left. The Kings at 92 points have four games left. The Oilers at 94 points have six games left. It's all there in front of Edmonton. Last night, Jonathan Huberto picked up three assists. He's moved ahead of Connor McDavid. In the NHL scoring race for the Art Ross, he's at 111 points. McDavid at 110, Goodrow at 108, and Drysaddle at 105. Of note, I took a look at the top five-point getters in the NHL. So Huberto, McDavid, Goodrow, Drysaddle, and Matthews. On ice shooting percentage for those players, Huberto at 10.6%, McDavid at 7.79%. This is the team shooting percentage five on five when these guys are on the ice. So down in Florida, Huberto is at 10.6% when he's on the ice. The Oilers shoot at 7.79% when McDavid's on the ice. Last couple of years, they've been around 11%. Uh, Johnny Goodrow in Calgary, 13.46% team shooting percentage when he's on the ice. Dry settles at 9.98%. And Matthews is, with Toronto has got 102 points. He's missed the last couple of games. He's at 11.85%. Teammates, line mates matter. Huberto has not rode off the coattails of Sasha Barkov. The player that's played the most with him is Sam Bennett. 71% of his, uh, Huberto's 5v5 time has been with Sam Bennett. Yeah, a little trivia of time for you. Which Oilers forward has played the most with Connor McDavid? The answer 
is Yessa Poliarvi at 56.8%. Leon Dreisaitl, uh, Connor McDavid, 25% of the five-on-five minutes that McDavid has played has been uh, with Leon Dreisaitl this season. Check out these numbers with the Calgary guys. Johnny Goodrow, uh, obviously having a tremendous season again. The Flames shooting at 13.46%, five-on-five, when Goodrow's on the ice. Lindholm and Kachuk. 87% of the time that Goodrow's on the ice, those two guys have been on the ice with them. 87.3 for Lindholm, 87% for Kachuk. Leon Drysaddle, fourth in the league in scoring at 105 points. Uh, the teammate that he's played the most with, the line mate, has been Kyler Yamamoto at 47.5%. Uh, Paul Yarvey is second at 34.1%. Uh, 97 for Leon, five on five. 24% of the time he's played at even strength at 5-on-5 five five has been with McDavid this season. And Austin Matthews, his two line mates, Bunting and Marner, have both played over 72% of Matthews' 5v5 minutes uh, with him this season. So, And we just bring that up because it shows you that caliber of line mates matter. The Oilers right now on the right side. Uh, Pugliarvi, one goal in 16, three goals in the last 34 on 77 shots on goal during that stretch. He's snake bit. Has been dealing with two things. He had COVID in the middle of December, came back, uh, and then suffered a knee injury, which I'm not 100% sure he's all the way back from in terms of being comfortable with. Uh, but you look at the order's right side. One goal for Pugliarvi in his last 16. Yamamoto, zero goals in his last 11. Derek Ryan, zero goals in the last 20. Cassian, zero in the last 25. And the Oilers are 8-1-1 one one in their last 10, despite the fact that they're not getting a ton of juice on the right side. I think at some point here, Pugliarvi's uh, going to get her going. All right, let's get into the Oilers now. Audio Vault, it is presented by Direct Workwear, especially to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. And we're going to start with the fact that, uh, you know, the Oilers played a bunch of games and then finally got some time off. And Jay Woodcroft had these comments on rest versus rust with the three days off in between games. you got to take your rest when you can get it. And uh, I don't think rest is ever a bad thing, uh, especially given how hard these players are playing and the demands of the schedule over the last two and a half months or so. Uh, so rest is important. Uh, I think there's w- ways to rest properly and make sure you're getting what you need um, so that you're rejuvenating. And, um, you know, uh, we had two good practices over the last few days. We're all professionals. We should be ready to go tonight versus a team that uh, plays hard and, and plays a desperate brand of hockey. Stars definitely have a, an excellent uh, forecheck, and they've given the Oilers problems. Part of the reason why is they're real good in the face-off circle, and we, when we get to our lineup report later, we'll shed some insight into that. Uh, Joe Pavelski comes to town, and he is a, play, a seventh-round draft choice that's played 1,162 games in the NHL. He's got 27 goals and 75 points as a 37-year-old player this year. He's been a point-per-game player against Edmonton. Nobody thought he would be this good, but he's worked relentlessly at his craft. And in San Jose, I know that Todd McClellan and Jay used to tell me about the shooting club. So I specifically asked Jay Woodcroft today sort of about the genesis and the origins of it and how it helped uh, Pavelski's game. Yeah, uh, so you're referencing, yeah, we, we called it the shooting club back, back in San Jose, and, and uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't think that's the reason why he's had success. He's, a, he's just a, he's somebody that continuously worked at his craft. Um, another uh, 
player who wasn't the biggest player in the world, wasn't the fastest player in the world, but was really sharp between the ears and was willing to put the work required in uh, in order to be successful. Um, he has unbelievable hand-eye coordination. Um, and I just see someone who, uh, you know, him dedicating himself to the work before practice, and it did happen before practice. Him dedicating himself to that uh, was a way for him to feel good or rehearse moments that he found himself in during the game. And um, that's part of his mindset is to maximize um, his talents, is to, is to continually to work at it. And obviously he's one of the best goal scorer, best American goal scorers that um, has played in the National Hockey League and his career speaks for itself. And uh, he's somebody that not only did I get to work with, but I learned a lot from. And uh, he certainly made me a better coach. All right, there you go. That's Jay Woodcroft talking about Joe Pavelski. He's carved out a brilliant career for himself. And if ever there was a guy aptly named Average Joe, I mean, he was Little Joe, but this is a guy, like, there's nothing physically about him that would make you think he's a superior player, but he has willed himself to it. Proving yet again that the most important organ on the body, brain. I mean, the guy can flat out think, right? That's part of the reason why he's become the player. And it's a great lesson for maybe young players that are struggling. It's just that relentless drive. And you can extend that oxy or, uh, you know, that comparable to anything that you want to do. Like, you can. It's it's that simple. You, you work at it. You keep working at the craft. You're going to keep getting better. All right. The Edmonton Oilers and the uh, Dallas Stars tonight. Uh, Connor Yamamoto will play. Despite getting drilled by Evan Bouchard, and there was a comical moment today at the media available, and I, I think it was in this clip right here. He's talking about uh, Evan Bouchard shot hitting him. Yeah, I'm not going to say we're uh, we're on good terms right now. Not joking. Uh, no, we're on good terms right now. Um, it's a tough play. I mean, it sucks it hit me, but uh, I mean, he's trying to shoot, he's trying to score, so can't get mad at him for that. Anytime you take one of Bouchard's shots, uh, doesn't feel good. So I mean, I went off, um, you know, came back, but you know it's. It's a little sore, but, um, you know, nothing you can't play through. Kyler Yamamoto, uh, a similar size player, Brendan Gallagher, Montreal, not once, but twice took shots off the hand, uh, broke his hand courtesy of Shea Weber. He's got a mental, he has a metal plate in his hand right now, actually. Uh, Does Gallagher crazy stuff. All right, uh, the Edmonton Oilers in a a unique position right now. I mean, they're... I think 538 has them at 99% chance to make the playoffs. The Athletic with Dom Lucician has already said, no, they're 100% in the playoffs. The Oilers again at 94 points uh, in second spot in the Pacific Division, two points up on L.A., but with two games in hand and seven points up on Vegas. with uh, Vegas has just got five games left. Vegas might miss. I, I know that's going to break the hearts of a lot of you out there. For Edmonton, though, uh, according to Tyson Berry, it's about controlling their own destiny. Yeah, I think the last month we've kind of been playing in that mindset where it's there's no nights off. It's um, I think the only reason we're not in that situation is because of how well we've played lately and um, how much uh, importance we put on every game we've played. And I think we've done a good job and we've kind of uh, put ourselves in a position here where you know these you know we're playing meaningful games against good teams and we've got to you know take care of business but we're not uh, you know we're not dealing with what Vegas or Vancouver or some of these teams are dealing with and I think that's a, a credit to us in the room and and playing some really good hockey the last couple months 
Won't be easy tonight. Uh, Dallas has beaten the Oilers twice this season. They got a heavy forecheck. Uh, they won a lot of faceoffs. Uh, they've had some solid goaltending, but they haven't been as good on the road as they have been at home. Uh, we'll take a look at the two teams with our lineup report with Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence and get to NHL today with elite promotional marketing. When we return on Oilers now, as it's twelve twenty-two in Edmonton. The toughest performance of the year for Darnell Nurse and Cody Ceci paired together was in Dallas, a 5-3 loss uh, back in, I don't know, whether it was that three weeks ago or whatever. Uh, whenever Mooner was out, that was the first game he missed when he was in COVID jail. Pat uh, texts us to say, Bob, my then nine-year-old son and me were in the building uh, on the state 25 years ago when the Oilers rallied from 3-0 down. What a memory. And ironically, Dallas again tonight. Pretty cool. Thanks for noting it. That one comes to us from Pat C. Um... Uh, well, Cletus says, Bob, when the Oilers win the Cup, I'll have you out to the homestead for a hog roast and some fine whiskey. However, I think by the time they win the Cup, we'll be having wheelchair races at the Puzzle Farm. Well, okay, never never say never. Uh, uh, I, hog roast, what's a hog roast? I, I'm sorry, acreage kid, not a farm kid. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Let's get to it. We're going to get to our lineup report. It is presented uh, daily. Three times a week here in Oilers now by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home. Sell your old home. Sold today, Edmonton.ca. All right, we're going to base this. The Oilers had a OPT today, an optional practice. Uh, Vander Kane is expected back, by the way. Uh, so we'll roll off what Edmonton's gone with the last two games because they've had back-to-back shutouts. Mike Smith, uh, Jay Woodcroft confirmed, will start in goal. He's 8-0-1 in his last nine starts with a minuscule 1.66 goals against average and a 948 save percentage. It's going on a pretty good run. Nurse with CC Keith and Bouchard. Darnell playing 25-15 per game. Kulak and Barry and Chris Russell. As the others, and again, we're basing this on 11-7 and seven the last two games. Uh, Chris Russell as well. So seven defensemen for Edmonton. Up front, McDavid with Keane and Paul Yarvey. Uh, in his career, Connor McDavid, eight goals, 21 points in 14 games against Dallas. Evander Kane's got 31 points in 37 games, plus 20. He was at an arbitration hearing yesterday involving the termination of his deal in San Jose. Uh, Liam on dry saddle. And, and by the way, I will mention, despite the fact that uh, Pugliarvi's only scored three times in his last 77 shots, uh, just one goal in his last 16 games, he is plus 20 on the season. Very good possession metrics for Pugliarvi. And again, I don't think he's all the way 100% back from his LBI, uh, which would make sense. I think he's working his way through it. It was noted to me by another media member uh, that he was working out a little bit later at uh, practice uh, the last couple of days. Now, I usually get here right at the, uh, when the goalies go on the ice. That always is an indicator for me as well. Dry settle with 18 points in 17 games against Dallas with Hyman and Yamamoto. RNH with Fogel and Ryan. That line's been good late. McLeod and Cassidy. The Oilers plus 29 in goal differential. They're 8 1 1 in their last 10. They're 24 12 1 at home. They're third in the league of the power play at 25.9. They are 30 13 3 against the West. Dallas, Rick Boness is their head coach. Got the fourth oldest team in the National Hockey League. Uh, and they got, right now, the worst goal differential of any team currently in a playoff spot at minus six. Rope hints with uh, Jason Robertson and Joe Pavelski. And this line is going. Uh, 36 goals for Robertson, 34 for Hintz, 27 for Pav. Tyler Sagan, dash 19 on the season with Jamie Benn and Marion uh, Studnich. It'll be, uh, it used to be of New Jersey's organization. Radek Faxa, who's minus 17 this year with Raffle. And Dennis Garianov, who had a 20-goal season back in 1920, but hasn't been able to match it since. Luke Clendenning, along a favorite of Ken Holland. 
Dolan was with Detroit for eight seasons. Yoel uh, Ranta had a hat trick here in the bubble for Dallas in 1920. And Alexander Ratchelov, who's got four goals on 78 shots on goal this season. He's making $6.25 million. Ryan Suter with Miro Heishkinen, who's a talented young defenseman. S. Lindell missed the last game in Vancouver. They missed him with pending UFA John Klingberg, who's minus 23 this year. And then they got Hanley and uh, Yanni Hockenpah, who the Oilers, uh, I think, at least sort of kicked some tires on. Just waiting for confirmation and goal. But my guess is we'll see Jake Ottinger. Just waiting to hear back from uh, one of my guys. Dallas is 5-3-2 and two in their last 10. They're terrific on face-offs at 54.5%. That's second in the NHL. Two, NHL today, four. Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Three other games in the league tonight. Vegas hosting Washington, trying to cling to their playoff hopes. Colorado's in Seattle and Arizona, home to Chicago. NHL Draft Lottery will be held May 10th. They'll do the reveal remotely. That's per TSN's Chris Johnston. Uh, Montreal's Bell Centre will host the draft July 7th and 8th. Tom Rennie retired as the CEO of Hockey Canada. He will be replaced by Scott Smith, a longtime executive within Hockey Canada's ranks, served as a chief operating officer since 2007. Rennie put in eight years worth of time as the CEO. He took over, of course, for Bob Nicholson. Bakersfield welcoming uh, San Jose Barracuda to town tonight. And the Oil King opening first round playoff action against Lethbridge tomorrow at Rogers Place. Game two Saturday. We'll have Oil Kings GM Kurt Hill on tomorrow's show. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back for Acadian Custom Built Homes, Brian Lawton. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.